Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name is Ray here and great to have you along. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Please hit that subscribe button and share this with a writing buddy of yours. Now, we have listeners all over the country, some in COVID alert level four areas, some in three, and because we're recording this so far in advance, we might have some in level two or level one as well. So, if you're in COVID alert level four, take out your right headphone. If you're in another level, take out your left. And now with the magic of digital audio, we'll attempt something a little bit funny. Okay, it's a bit more relevant, isn't it? You can put your headphones back in now. <laughs> Tell you what though, seems no one has anything better to do with their time around my neighbourhood than mow their lawns. I'm sure one of my neighbours has mowed his lawns every day for the last three weeks. Right, we've got so much happening in this week's show. Let's dive into it. Let's kick things off with the news. Well, it's not the news that most of us had hoped for, but the Ropehu Motorcycle Club have officially announced that the annual cold Kiwi Motorcycle Rally was postponed due to the latest COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, announced on the official Facebook page after the New Zealand government announced the extension of Level 4 COVID alert levels, the postponement comes after last year's rally was cancelled outright due to an outbreak as well. The 2021 cold Kiwi was officially postponed due to a community outbreak of COVID-19, the announcement read. We must be on level one to be able to hold the rally and that is extremely unlikely by the time of the rally, which, you know, is this weekend. Well, was this weekend. Please bear with us as we work with the farm owners to organise a new date. Thankfully, unlike last year, the 2021 cold Kiwi uh, looks set to still go ahead pending alert levels dropping to level one before November because it looks like November could be the date of the cold Kiwi. Not the cold Kiwi, of course, the warm Kiwi. So fingers crossed, stay inside, stay safe, and we can hopefully have the warm Kiwi in November 2021. While the next scheduled cold Kiwi might still happen, it's been confirmed that the 2022 running of the Leadfoot Festival has officially been scrapped. Held annually since 2011 on motorsport legend Rod Millen's Leadfoot Ranch in Hahe, the 2022 Leadfoot Festival was scheduled to run on the weekends of the 5th of June and 6th of June 2022. A hill climb race up Millen's spectacular driveway, the festival has seen some of the world's top races hit to New Zealand and try and take the overall win. Motorcycles have been a regular feature, with Kawasaki debuting the Z900RS at the event in 2018. However, despite the next event scheduled to run in 10 months' time, with the announcement of our most recent lockdown, the Millens have decided the risk of having to cancel the complex event at short notice was too high. In a statement, they say it saddens Rod and Shelley to have to announce again that the cancellation of the 2022 Leadfoot Festival. We will wait until the country is open and the risk of lockdown is gone. We are unwilling to take the risk of planning an event of the magnitude of Leadfoot only to be cancelled at a month's notice. We can't wait for the challenges to be behind us so we can all share in our motorsport passion again. All the best. 
The cancellation of the 2022 event follows the same fate of the 2021 Leadfoot Festival, which also was cancelled due to COVID-19. The Millens have made no secret of their dislike for the current government's handling of the COVID-19 pandemic, especially after Shelley Millen was declined entry back into New Zealand multiple times after the initial closing of the border. Recent posts on the Leadfoot Festival Facebook page criticising the government has seen both support and vocal opposition to the duo's stance on the pandemic and accusations that their political stance has been harming the event's reputation. Hopefully 2023 will see a return to some form of normality in our lives and Leadfoot Festival can return and put it all behind us. Chris Birch's Say No to Slow series returns with a dirt riding focus. After the success of his adventure riding focused Say No to Slow coaching series last year, Kiwi motorcycling legend Chris Birch has developed a new 18 episode series aimed at coaching dirt bike riders. We had such an amazing response when we launched the Say No to Slow adventure bike video series, reaching customers in over 80 countries and receiving so much positive feedback around how much riders have learnt and how they were able to improve their riding. We also received many requests for a dirt bike version and we're pleased to have created the series of instructional videos for the dirt bike guys. Says Chris Birch. I've been able to draw on my experience of over 30 years of riding bikes and over 10 years of coaching 5,000 plus riders in this instructional series. I take dirt bike riders through core skills like correct standing position and off-road bike setup all the way through to jumping logs and hard enduro techniques. This time around, Say No to Slow is easier to access by hitting up saynotoslow.nz and is a full 18 episodes long. The series covers everything from fundamental bike setup to more advanced riding techniques such as using momentum to conquer obstacles. Just like the adventure series, everything is set out and explained in a way that allows you to see in detail the techniques broken down visually as well as described verbally. You're not only told what to do, but why, when and how. Once again, the series is 100% digital, meaning that once you've paid the nominal fee of $50, you can either stream the series via the website or download to watch offline at your leisure. Many of the techniques covered in the episodes also have practice exercises and drills involved in them, so you can easily identify what to do uh, when you go out and practice. For more information on the Say No to Slow series and the full story, uh, hit up onthrottle.co.nz. Triumph's 1200 gets shredded for 2022. Triumph motorcycles have shown the first glimpse of the upcoming Tiger 1200 and the transformation is almost unrecognisable from the bike we're familiar with. Going by the photos Triumph have released, the new Tiger 1200 will enter the market with not just a Tiger 900 inspired design, but a major redesign to bring the bike further into the dirt orientated end of the adventure bike spectrum. The new Tiger 1200 has gone on a serious diet and really hit the gym with Triumph saying the bike has been redesigned to deliver the ultimate large capacity adventure ride with the bike set to bring every advantage to the table. Those are fighting words and really points to who Triumph is targeting with the new Tiger 1200. They've got their sights set on KTM and the 1290 Super Adventure line. 
Triumph is claiming that the new 1200 is significantly lighter than its closest competition. With the astonishing transformation in weight, the old models were a bit on the heavy side and the centre of gravity was a bit high. As always, the new Tiger will combine the triple powered with a new dimension in class leading agility, control and handling which will make it a very desirable package for premium adventure riders. The new Tiger 1200 is in the final stages of pre-production testing meaning that we're likely to see it in the coming months as a production model for the 2022 model year. More details on the upcoming Triumph Tiger 1200 and photos head to onthrottle.co.nz the Honda CB500X gets performance upgrades for 2022. Honda's Learner Legal CB500X is one of the best bang for buck options in the adventure touring segment and for the 2022 model year that bang for buck is getting better with Big Red adding important performance upgrades to the little parallel twin adventurer. While the CB500X still misses the mark in some regards to those wanting a 500cc adventure unicorn, namely spoked wheels and engine protection, 2022 will add some dynamic upgrades to the model that further shift it closer to that mythical middleweight status. Headlining the 2022 updates, the CB500X will now be suspended by 41mm Showa separate function big piston USD forks rather than the conventional telescopic fork the 2021 bike has. The new front suspension is a big step forward for the adventure tourers with the simplicity of potentially upgrading the fork with stiffer springs if the factory preload adjustment on the fork doesn't do the trick. The rear shock has also received new settings and offers preload adjustment with five stages now rather than nine of the outgoing model. Both ends offer 135mm of travel to soak up the bumpy road ahead. In a more subtle change, Honda has revised the swing arm as well, which now is constructed of 2mm steel rather than 2.3mm. It also employs a hollow cross member and is stiffer rotationally and more flexible laterally to improve handling, according to Honda. The wheelbase remains at 1,445mm with a rake and trail of 27.5 degrees, 108mm. For more details and all the changes of the 2022 Honda CB500X and a stack of photos as well, head to onthrottle.co.nz. And in our final story today, BMW finally debuts the electric CE2 concept bike. BMW is pushing further into the EV sector with their latest concept bike, the scooter-like CEO2 concept. Not quite your traditional EV scooter, the CEO2 has a few features that make it stand out from the ever-growing market of small electric mopeds, other than its premium BMW badging, of course. At first glance, there is little about the BMW Motorrad concept CEO2 that is typically BMW Motorrad. It's something completely new, explains the head of design for BMW Motorrad, Edgar Henrik. We wanted to strive for something novel and be pioneers, which is what we've proven ourselves capable of with various projects in the past. The concept CEO2 features new propositions and modern forms of single track mobility in an urban environment. That seems like a whole lot of wanky uh, marketing speak, so let's dive into the details. The weight is said to be around 120 kgs, which combined with a low seat height of 720 
120mm should make it unintimidating for the younger target audience of learner riders and urban youth. While its battery range is around 90km, the CEO2 concept isn't lacking in the power department either. Considering it's a scooter-slash-moped hybrid, its top speed of 90km per hour from the 11kW electric motor is quite astounding. It's quite a looker and reminiscent of the little Honda Monkey. For more details and you want to check out the BMW Motorrad CEO2, head to onthrottle.co.nz. That wraps up the news. Righto, so three weeks into lockdown. We're now in level three as I record this and Ray asked me to put together what bike stuff I've done um, around my bike since we went into lockdown, which um, honestly I can say I've done very little um, because uh, as the lockdown was announced, um, I still had the Harley-Davidson Pan America sitting in my office and the day it was meant to go back, we went into level four. So I had a Harley-Davidson Pan America sitting where Rosie the Rally was meant to be um, for an extra two weeks, which had its pros and cons, but I desperately missed my bike. Uh, Now, once we got into level three, I managed to return that so that it can go to the next lucky person to ride it. And I now have Rosie back. So what are my plans while we're in lockdown? Obviously, I can't do much riding. It's frowned upon and it's not the right thing to do if you're putting yourself in danger even if it is a remote risk of coming off the bike and needing emergency services that's not really the right thing to do so I have um, a few maintenance things I want to do before I um, can really enjoy Rosie again so first things I've done uh, Rosie obviously if you haven't listened to this podcast before is my 2017 Honda CRF 250L rally Uh, she used to be the Blue Wing Honda press bike she's had a very interesting life Uh, there's videos of uh, Broxy from Broxy Rider Coaching uh, wheeling it and jumping it Um, I've done nothing that exciting Uh, so I've got it back it's in the um, in the office now I'm looking at it and I'm just trying to decide what I'm going to do so I've got a few things in mind um, things that should be done and since we're not really doing much riding I can get away with Uh, first things first I want to uh, pull the linkage apart and make sure that's all greased up nicely Uh, it's no secret that Japanese manufacturers are really tight for when it comes to putting grease on important motorcycle parts, particularly axles and swing arm bearings, headstock bearings and the like. So that's first thing on my hit list. Uh, the other, next thing I want to do, and it's proving to be quite a challenge at the moment, is find a new chain and sprockets for the bike. So it runs a... F- 14 tooth and a 40 tooth sprocket not huge sprockets by any means but trying to find them at the moment holy heck I've basically approached every single distributor in the country trying to find a chain and sprockets for this bike and none of them have anything in stock that is ideal for what I'm after the closest I've come to is Eurobike Uh, they're the people that supplied my awesome GV luggage uh, the GRT system if you want the review of that you can check it out on the On Throttle YouTube chat channel or I think we've got a review here on the podcast um, but uh, they can do me a front sprocket a chain uh, a touring chain um, and a custom rear sprocket but obviously as soon as you get the word custom involved in anything um, the price goes up which um, I'm sort of sitting on my hands trying to decide do I wait for the new stock to arrive in the country or do I buy the bullet and go for that uh, the sprockets actually aren't in terrible knit but I do need a new chain my chain's got a few stiff links in it so it's just starting to get into the red zone uh, on the um 
the adjuster. So yeah, need a new chain definitely. I could probably get away with keeping my sprockets and just slapping a cheap chain on there, but you want to do these things properly, don't you? Uh, so other than that, there's not really been a heck of a lot of change. I have slapped that GV GRT luggage on. I've currently got the panniers sitting on the bike. Uh, I got my tool roll sitting in one side, uh, my rain jacket in the other, and um, yeah, I was meant to be. So recording this on what is it? Today is the third or fourth of September. I was meant to be down in Waiuru for the cold Kiwi today, camping, drinking, having a good time, and that got postponed. Uh, so new dates for the cold Kiwi are, I believe, 12th to 14th of November, and I am looking forward to going down there. And my goal, since I got all this time on my hands, is get Rosie the Rally nicely sorted. So, yep, grease, grease up that wing arm linkage, uh, maybe grease up the axles, and um, yeah, hopefully slap a new chain and sprockets on it and she'll be ready to go for whenever we get out of lockdown or hopefully, um, it doesn't take that long, but the cold Kiwi in November. Thanks very much for that, Matt. Matthew J. Gillett, uh, the other half of this podcast, and of course on throttle.co.nz. Great to have you uh, having some input, Matt. Um, oh, well, it's been a bit of a short episode this uh, week because we haven't got an awful lot to talk about. That, and um, currently, right now, Wellington Water are outside my house firing up their uh, concrete saws, ready to chop up the street for some reason. Um, probably the reason why we can smell poop around the neighbourhood. So um, there you go. Uh, the only other thing I guess we need to tell you is uh, we've got a brand new website. We've got a new website. It is the hub for all things motorcycling, and it is MotoNZ.com. Uh, MotoNZ, uh, it's where we're going to be sharing a lot of our stories, a lot of our news, a lot of our um, bits and pieces, and it's where we're going to be sharing your events. So if you've got an event happening anywhere in the country, as far as motorcycling goes, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Go to MotoNZ. That's the website, motonz.com. And you can hit subscribe there. You can check out videos and and stories and everything that we we, we talk about on the podcast as well. So there's two websites you need to know about, motonz.com and onthrottle.co.nz. And don't forget, if you want to read the latest in uh, motorcycling uh, in the magazine form, you want to see all the photos and bits and pieces, you can jump on uh, uh, kiwirider.co.nz. Um, that pretty much wraps this up. Don't forget that we've got uh, some events coming up. The um, the Motoguzzi Tiki Tour has been moved to October, the middle weekend in October. Uh, if you want to know more about that, head to Facebook and search out Motoguzzi Tiki Tour. And the BMW uh, GS Rally is in November as well. Go to Facebook, search out GS Rally NZ, and you'll get all the details on those events. Uh, and of course for more information on those motonz.com uh, that pretty much wraps us up this is Kiwi Rider Podcast I've been Ray Heron thank you very much for joining me uh, do hit that like button hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with a riding buddy of yours uh, this is Kiwi Rider Podcast keep the rubber side down the throttle on and we'll catch you in seven days time